0: Welcome to Oncology Data Advisor. Today we're here at ONS Congress and I'm joined by Nick Escobedo. Thank you so much for coming on today.
1: Yeah, thank you. Uh, Thank you for having me. Would
0: you like to introduce yourself and share what your work is focusing on?
1: Yeah, of course. So uh, as she said, Nick Escovedo, I've been an oncology nurse for just about 13 years. Um, I've had various kind of practice settings in in my kind of uh, few years of work. Uh, I have uh, ambulatory experience, inpatient experience. um, And I've progressed through different leadership roles uh, from staff nurse, charge nurse, shared governance lead, um, clinical manager, uh, director of nursing, uh, associate uh, chief nursing officer, and serve as the Director of Inpatient uh, Services uh, for Oncology at Houston Methodist Hospital in Houston, oh, Texas.
0: That's amazing. Uh, so presented a session here called Developing New Oncology Nurse Leaders. So uh, for a little bit of background, why are leadership practice and development so important for oncology nurses?
1: Um, yeah, no, great question. I think uh, for oncology nurses, we really are poised um, b- because of the work that we do to really kind of drive and impact a lot of the change that can happen, um, especially with our frontline staff all the way through just kind of senior leadership positions. So um, I think uh, the idea around the growth and development for um, anybody who, you know who's who's looking to kind of advance in their career um, is just really really important because that drives better outcomes for patients, um, where we get to see kind of the true benefits of this, um, especially now with all that we've uh, kind of dealt with after. The last couple of years with kind of COVID and how that's changed our practice. Um, the impact of leadership from our frontline staff on uh, the operations of individual work units mm-hmm. uh, definitely are key to, to us trying to make sure we, um, we address.
0: Definitely. Um, how did you develop your own leadership skills?
1: um i had some really good mentors uh, and so we talked a little bit about that in the presentation and so i had uh, nurses and colleagues who kind of took me under their wing and showed me um, kind of what leadership was about and so i initially just tried to role model them and said i wanted to be just like them um, and and as I've kind of gone through the years trying to you know navigate and fit that into my style of leadership um, you know I've had a few good mentors who have kind of walked me through and you know pushed me to uh, like i said in the presentation just kind of raise my hand and say I can do it, I can be a part of this committee, send me to this training, um, you want somebody to learn something, I can I can take that on, uh, you want me to lead something, I can do it. So uh, I've really relied on them to help kind of push me and challenge me to do things that I wouldn't have normally done. Um, and then that's in turn helped me to see how I grow and develop others.
0: Awesome. So you talked in the presentation about building partnerships. Um, how would you recommend going about this and with whom?
1: Uh, So, yeah, networking is definitely key. And I think uh, that's, for me, in practice, a skill that I I still try to work on and hone. I'm naturally more introverted. And so I've had to kind of put myself out there to say, well, you know, make that connection, go in, introduce yourself. Um, you do some of the tips and tricks and tools of just the why questions, things like that, to kind of ease myself into the conversation, um, and so that's always a skill that I try to tell people, if you're not comfortable doing it, challenge yourself and try. Um, the worst that could happen is you know somebody would say no to an introduction, okay. but uh, in my experience, I haven't found that. So. <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> so what are the changes that you think oncology, oncology leaders should advocate for?
1: Um, You know, definitely right now I think if it comes to kind of a lot of what our frontline staff deal with, leaders need to really push for um, ensuring they've got the right amount of support. Mm Um, and support in many different ways. Uh, definitely, I think from a staffing perspective, that's key. Uh, the growth and development opportunities for people who are coming into the specialty new. Um, you know, We've seen a lot of presentations here at Congress of kind of and given stats of just the number of nurses who are retiring and, and we're losing a lot of knowledge. And so I think as leaders, we have to support um, uh, unique ways of bringing that knowledge uh, back to kind of our, our novice nurses and people who are new to the specialty. Right. Um, So supporting those things like sending people to Congress, um, using some of uh, the resources that we have through the Oncology Nursing Society, um, the Foundation uh, Board, and also the ONCC uh, definitely are ways that they can kind of champion for a little bit of that knowledge retainment. uh, with my certification hat and the work that I do with the ONCC, I think it's a matter of just supporting and advocating for some of the programs they use to help drive people to certification. Mm-hmm. It's another validation of the skill, which is great, um, and of course, we, that we know that it leads to better outcomes for patients.
0: Absolutely. Well, this is so great to hear about. So thank you so much for sharing it all today.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me. <laughs>